Would you keep my wife and I in your prayers over the next uh, couple of days? We're doing a lot of traveling as we make our journey up north. Remember, I'm not as young as I used to be, and travel is not quite as easy. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to another edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I'm so glad that so many of you take the time to listen each and every day. And at the beginning of the program, I just want to thank you. I know a number of people, and I'm getting a lot of email in this regard, are listening to this program as a podcast. Now, we put it out at a couple of sites, and it seems to multiply out to iTunes or or whatever, a number of podcast locations. Some people say they hear it on Spreaker. Some others say they hear it directly from PodPoint. There's a bunch of places that it goes. And as long as the window for podcasting is open, you better believe I'm going to use, I'm going to use that opportunity. Shortwave Radio, though, has been the primary outlet for Truth to Ponder from the very day the program started. And in all honesty, the majority of mail that I get does indicate that as well. So while we enjoy the opportunity of being a podcast, I have to recognize that there are literally hundreds of thousands of competing podcasts out there. So it's hard to get above the noise. But for those of you that have listened to a, to the program as a podcast, can I encourage you to share this this program with your family and friends, and and maybe they too can learn about truth to ponder. And if you believe in what we're doing in shortwave, let me know that too. I've been saying for quite a while, and I'm still trying to get a good handle on this. We're on a number of times on shortwave radio on WRMI, and. Uh, we're looking at how well we're doing, what what program time to maybe consider adding or moving if possible. And so if you listen on shortwave, it's vital. I mean, it's really important you let me know. New frequency 9455 is now heard on the West Coast, 9 p.m. Pacific time, along with our other airings earlier in the day uh, on 9395 and 5950 kilohertz. Many of you that listen to shortwave understand what i mean when i give you those those frequencies and also on kvoh which comes out of california i'm beginning to hear from more people listening to us on 9975 so however you listen podcast radio send me an email bob at truth the number two ponder.com bob at truth the number two ponder.com and also as my my wife and I are continuing in travel and just so many things going on in the background. Please, please keep us in your prayers. We really need it. Right now, here's guest host, Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. It's truly great to be back on Truth to Ponder. And I'm really happy that I'm able to help out this week quite a bit. Because I really do believe in Truth to Ponder. I believe in the show. I believe in Bob Bierman. But most of all, I believe in Bob Bierman's ministry. Because if you're not actively trying to build the kingdom of God or do something to at least encourage people to help build the kingdom of God, then I think you're really missing the boat. Because I don't think God put us on this earth to watch television or to sit on the couch or to eat or 
go have fun or work or whatever. He didn't make us to do that. He didn't create us just to wander off and not contribute to anything that God is trying to do. So we have to stay very receptive to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will reveal to you what God would like you to do in your life that will help further the kingdom of God. And I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Now, I'm not a professional broadcaster. I'm trying really hard. I do my best, warts and all, to bring you good material in these shows. And today's show is going to kind of dovetail in with an episode I did a couple weeks ago that I talked about smoke and mirrors and deception. I'm looking at this world right now and I'm seeing so much deception. And I'm going to really focus on the Ukraine today because this whole Ukrainian situation is absolutely asinine. The whole reaction to it is just the same as the reaction to the COVID. It's all an overreaction. It's all surreal as to the feel of how things are going. So I guess I'm going to start by touching on the COVID real quick. I still see young men, mainly young men, running around with masks on. They're by themselves. They might be in the city park. They might be out on a tractor. They might be just walking down the street. Some of these guys aren't within miles of people, but yet they have their mask on. So the psychological damage that the New World Order people, the people that orchestrated that, the psychological damage is very deep and very real. Now, they didn't get us as deep as they wanted because there's enough of us that resist being brainwashed. But unfortunately, that number is very small. Right now, we're being brainwashed about the Ukraine. And I think I can prove that rather easily. Because I'm going to ask a few questions about the Ukraine, your feelings about the Ukraine, and how things should be in a real world, in a world that's not upside down with corruption and deceit, how things are, I guess you would say, how the protocol is, how things should happen. Even though war is a bad thing, there are rules to war, and there are things that you can do, and there are things that you are supposed to do and not supposed to do in engagement in war, which I wish war was totally gone, but it isn't, so we have to deal with what is. We were told there was a pandemic. We were told that millions were going to die. And a lot of people think that we did lose almost a billion people. There are people out there that are still thinking that every third person on the planet has dropped over dead because of COVID. Well, there's more young people dying from the vaccine by far than ever died of COVID. And something has come out that's very disturbing. And I've talked to my black friends about this. It seems like that if you're Latino, black, or Native American, or you're a person of color, you are twice as likely to die from the death jab. So I'm going to urge all my friends out there, especially my friends of color, please do not take the shot. I beg of you, please don't. I have a black friend that I visited with him about that, and he 
said that he didn't take the vaccine, and I told him I was so glad. And also, I told him that I understood that it was harder on black people than it is on white people as far as the vaccine is detrimental or harmful. And he hadn't heard that, but it didn't surprise him. Because the governments of the world have had a habit of testing black people with all sorts of nasty viruses and all sorts of nasty vaccines. And that is also truth. The New World Order satanic people have used Africa for a testing ground for generations. And I don't think it's because they're black. I think it's because they're poor nations, and they're nations that can't fight back. But I may be wrong. It might be rooted in race. I don't know. But I think it's more rooted in poverty and the ability for the government to actually stand up to these satanic New World Order people. But getting back to the Ukraine, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you feel like you're being brainwashed into wanting to declare war on Russia? I know that I feel that they're trying to brainwash me, and it won't work. Maybe I don't have a brain to wash, I don't know. But I'm not easily influenced by people. And anyone that I can obviously see that they're using psychological operations against me, I automatically shut down to that. And so there's no way they're going to hoodwink me on Ukraine. Now, I might deceive myself. That's very possible. But there's no way that the New World Order or the corrupt media or the corrupt governments of the world are going to sway me to feel one way or another because I'm going to look at the facts. And the fact is, is that all the newscasts are anti-Russia. And all over the place, you see, I stand with Ukraine, people wearing Ukrainian flags, ribbons that have the same colors as the Ukrainian flag. And I stand with Ukraine. And Russia's bad. They invaded. And we've got to do something. There's people that are actively calling for war. That's the truth. There's lots of people actively calling for war. And some of the people are in power. And that's scary. I don't think it's debatable that the majority of the media out there is pushing for a war. Because I sure see that. But why do you suppose they want us to declare war on Russia as a people? Not only as a government, but we want to cancel the Russians. If you play a Russian musical instrument, we're going to cancel you. If your heritage is Russian, we're going to cancel you. If your last name is Rachmaninoff, forget any medical treatment. Even if you're just a street person, you're a Russian. You're bad. We've never seen the like of this ever. The discrimination is absolutely horrid. But before I get into my little rabbit trails that I'm definitely going to run down today, I'm going to hit you with the big one. Why in the world do you think the mass media and the governments of the world want to get we the people and the common people of the world to be anti-Russia enough to want to declare war on Russia? I think it's really odd because the Ukraine right now has been invaded by Russia. There are Russian troops that are killing Ukrainian soldiers in the Ukraine. 
and everyone wants us to declare war on Russia. So I'm going to ask you a question. So why hasn't the Ukraine declared war on Russia? We're supposed to declare war on Russia. They want you to declare war and me to declare war on Russia. But the people that are actually getting beat up have not declared war on Russia. Why? Well, because it's more smoke and mirrors. I kind of liken it like a kingdom where one king insulted the other king's dog. You can't talk to me that way about my dog. And so he sends his soldiers to start killing the other king's soldiers to settle the score on that insult. And before long, thousands of people are dead because one king insulted another king's dog. It's that stupid right now in Ukraine. The main reason Ukraine has not declared war on Russia is two reasons. Number one, Russia's pipelines run right through the Ukraine, and Ukraine gets money from Russia as Russia ships the oil and gas and so forth through the pipelines. And so the Ukraine would rather not declare war, because if they do, then Russia doesn't have to pay them. And so it's economic. And so they'd sell their soul. They'd sell all their people out. They don't care how many Ukrainians get killed. And here's another little side note. It's a fact that the New World Order people, including the United States, have put biolabs all over the Ukraine. A huge amount of biolabs. Now, don't you suppose that if they cared about the Ukrainian people, they wouldn't put biolabs among their population? They don't care about the Ukrainian people. If they did, they wouldn't put biolabs there that some virus could get out and kill a whole bunch of them. So the Ukraine is the testing ground for the New World Order, period. They don't care about the people. They have this Zelensky guy, he's a clown, and all he does is launder money. And he's a puppet of the New World Order, and they're corrupt. And so you have the corrupt, illegitimate Joe Biden and all the corrupt people in Washington, D.C., and all their sons working where? In the Ukraine? Do they have any experience? No. What about Hunter Biden? He still gets a whole bunch of money for doing what in Ukraine? Smoking crack? I tell you what, folks, this Ukrainian thing is an absolute can of worms. And they want you to declare war on Russia. They want me to declare war on Russia. They don't care how many people get nuked, how many people die, especially Ukrainians, as long as they keep their agenda going with the New World Order. The quote-unquote pandemic has fizzled out. So this is their new thing to try to wipe us all out. We have targets on us, folks. First, we're targeted to be brainwashed. Then if we're not brainwashed, we're targeted to be silenced. Well, I'm not going to be brainwashed, and it's going to be hard for them to silence me because I'm kind of hard-headed. And the more they try to silence me, the more they're not going to get it done. But ask yourself, why should you be so worked up about the Ukraine if the Ukrainians have not declared war on Russia? So why should you? And if everyone cared so much about the Ukrainians, why are there biolabs all over the Ukraine? How would you like to have a biolab in your neighborhood? You know, the Ukraine's not a very big country, and it's very rural. 
A lot of country people there, lots of farming, lots of agriculture, lots of open space. But that's not why they put the biolabs there. They put the biolabs there because the corrupt Ukrainian government allows that. So if you stand with Ukraine, that's okay. But stand with the Ukrainian people and stand against the biolabs as well as Putin coming in and invading. Because we invaded too. The United States, all the Western countries, all the NATO countries have invaded Ukraine as well. We invaded with bioweapons. We're developing bioweapons on Ukrainian soil. You think the average Ukrainian knows about that? No, I doubt it. They're just hard-working people. And I do stand with the people of Ukraine, but I don't stand with the Ukrainian government. I have Ukrainian friends. They're some of the best people on earth. I also have some Russian friends, and they're good people too. Just like there's lots of good people here, lots of good people in Canada, lots of good people all over the world. But it's the good people that get brainwashed. It's the good people that are cannon fodder. It's the good people they used to pit against the other good people and call them bad when the real culprits are sitting in power. The real culprit is Joe Biden. The real culprit is Hunter Biden. The real culprit is Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. I don't care, Republican, Democrat. The real culprits are in Washington, D.C. And in Ukraine, the real culprits are the government Kiev. And yes, the real culprits in Russia are in Moscow. It's their government, too. Can't you see that we're all pawns? They're trying to get the pawns worked up against the other pawns to go kill other pawns, while the fat cats just get rich. And that's what's happening. That's my opinion. And people are all worked up about, Russia should get out of Ukraine. How dare they invade another sovereign country? Ever hear of Vietnam? Ever hear of Korea? Ever hear of Iraq? Ever hear of Somalia? You want me to go on? The government of the United States is the biggest violator of sovereign nations, possibly in the history of the world. Russia's got to leave. How dare they go into Ukraine? They're a sovereign nation. Well, how come soldiers from Ukraine helped occupy Iraq for about five years. They weren't invited there. They were occupiers. So how many people said, get the Ukrainians out of Iraq? Nobody. What about Syria right now? And right now you have Turkey, who's going after some of the Kurdish population in Iraq, and there's bloodshed there. Nobody cares. And what about the Ukrainian government that was trying to kill ethnic Russians in the Donbass region of the Ukraine? Where was the outrage? Thousands of people died by genocide by the hands of the Ukrainians. And so the Ukrainians aren't just innocent little puppy dogs that are getting beat up by the big bad wolf. That is not the case. What you have is a bunch of snakes. You have a bunch of snakes in Russia, have a bunch of snakes in Ukraine, and a bunch of snakes in Washington, D.C., and a bunch of snakes up in Canada with 
their little dictator up there and a bunch of snakes in Australia, New Zealand. They're all over the world. In England, Macron in France, the German Chancellor, all of them, a bunch of snakes. And in all the countries I mentioned, there are beautiful people, hardworking, wonderful people who want to do nothing but raise their family and have a good life. But yet you have all these snakes that are doing everything in their power to cause a war. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been brainwashed to picking sides in something that they have absolutely no stake in. If you're going to pick a side and choose a country, why don't you choose your own country? Look what's happening at the southern border of the United States. Look what's happening in the tyranny up in Canada. I can't see how anybody from the United States could be worried about Ukraine when we have thousands, if not millions, of people flooding across the border, bringing what kind of disease, I don't know, and bringing all sorts of poverty. And the way things look right now, they're trying to make a food shortage. And if they do that, what's going to happen to all these migrants that come across the border? If there's not any food to feed them? And why should the average Canadian be worried about the Ukraine? They should look at Trudeau. Look what he's doing. Look at their own police. We should be looking at our law enforcement here, too. The whole world has become a police state. And I cannot believe how fast the world's population has been brainwashed and has been influenced to be docile. Just look at Ireland. The Irish people have always been known as fighters. They've always been known as being rugged and tough and individualistic. And I've been to Ireland, and I love Ireland, and I love Ireland's people. But right now, Ireland is so downtrodden with lockdowns and with things that have happened to them that have taken their soul away. I don't know if there's any fight left in the Irish. I really don't. We can only pray that Ireland as a country wakes up. Because it's the countries that are like that, that the New World Order is going in and trying out all of their new little tests on. They say, well, this whole population subjugated, so let's try this and that and the other thing, and they won't get too mad if it doesn't work. And the UK is almost as bad as far as people that will just comply, just because they're told to. It's almost like the minister of health will come up and say, okay, well, uh, there's too many people in this town, so half of you got to go jump off a cliff and die today. So half of them go do it because they're told to. It's almost that bad. We are being bullied. We are being tricked. We are being brainwashed. We are being brutalized. We are being abused by the governments of the world. And that goes for the medical profession as well. We are being violated by the medical profession. The Hippocratic Oath is gone. I think that the Bill of Rights in the United States, I don't think anyone's paying attention to it. And the Geneva Convention, you probably didn't hear this if you listen to mainstream news. But since war has not been declared, the Ukraine says they will not abide by the Geneva Convention. And so they're going to do whatever they want with any Russian prisoners of war. And I can't verify that it's true, but I've heard an awful lot of 
stories of atrocities done by the Ukrainians to the Russian prisoners of war. Now, war is hell, period. Anyone that's seen war, tasted war, touched war, smelled war, it's, it's hell all the way through. People seem to almost want to be possessed by a demon in a war because the atrocities that good people can commit are just unspeakable, unmentionable. You know, back years ago, there was a story about the Hatfields and the McCoys having a feud. Well, that feud lasted so long that they forgot what the feud was about, but they kept feuding, they kept fighting. We, the people, the common people of the world, we need to understand that we're guinea pigs. We're like fish in a bowl. If they want to test a different kind of fish food, they just dump it in. If it kills a bunch of them, well, maybe they're happy. They want to thin them out anyway. If they want to do something else to the water to see what happens, they do it. They're doing that socially right now. The United States military calling a man a woman calling him an admiral. The man was married and he fathered children. But later in life, he decided he's a woman. But he still has all of his parts. But he's a woman. And I guess he got woman of the year. Can't you see what they're trying to do, folks? They're brainwashing us from every level. From our gender, to our national origin, to our faith, to any, everything that we are, they're assaulting. They're trying to make it to where we don't know anything. They're pushing to put mass anarchy into our life, into our thoughts, into our brains, into our very soul. They're trying to put mass anarchy. Because if you don't know who you are, what you are, why you are, where you are, if you don't have any of these questions figured out, then you're in really bad trouble. And that's what they're doing on purpose. They're brainwashing people. They're giving out false information on every level. And they're teaching it. And if you stand up against the false information, well, then you're a terrorist. You're awful. You're evil. Well, I guess I'm an awful evil person because I'm standing up against this absolute insanity that's gripped the world right now. And I hope that my words can wake somebody up. To the fact that if you're standing there with the Ukrainian flag and you're waving it saying, Putin bad, I stand with Ukraine. If you're one of those people, ask yourself, why has not the Ukraine declared war on Russia? And why do they want you personally to hate Russia so much? Folks, we're being played. We're like silly putty in their hands. And it's time we called them on it. This time we looked him in the eye and said, enough, that's it, no. Now, do I want Russia in Ukraine? Of course not. Do I want biolabs anywhere? In Ukraine especially? Of course not. Do I want anyone to die in a war? Of course not. Do I want all of these leaders to straighten up or else get out and have good leadership, step into the roles of leadership in every country all over the world? Of course I do. And I love my country, but I love my country's citizens, and I love my country's freedoms. I love my country's constitution and bill of rights. 
And right now, like the Hippocratic Oath, like the Bill of Rights, and like a lot of other things, our very Constitution is being ignored by those who have taken an oath to defend it. And on the other side of the break, I'll pick up where I left off. I really thank you for listening today. And once again, Jim, I can't thank you enough during these these several days of preparing and traveling and, and a lot going on behind the scenes that you, you really came through uh, with, with putting together a lot of programs for me that I can work with and, and keep this program fresh and new each day. I've tried, I've tried not to get into best of or repeat programs, if at all possible. I just, I just feel we need to have a new program pretty much each and every day. And so I want to thank Jim for for really stepping up to the plate. You don't realize how much work it is for somebody to script together on our radio program every day. And then there's the editing and getting it all together and making sure that it's timely distributed to the radio stations and also for delivery to the podcast sites as well. It is a lot of work, but I'm glad that we can do it. I'm proud that God has felt know that I can do this and has called Jim to be a part of this work in ministry. There's a lot that I really believe we're going to have to do as Christians to to work together in the days and the weeks and the months and, and have granted the years ahead. We've seen over the past two years how quickly churches could be shut down, doors closed, not able to worship, and how many people try to you know, come up with an instant Zoom church or something to to keep going. We need to be more prepared in community. And and very soon, I'm going to be doing a series of programs myself on on community and, and what we can do to work better together than we ever have before. It's time that we as Christians recognize the world hates us. We are not of this world. We're just in it. We're just in this world. Now, do you believe in the work we're doing here at Truth to Ponder? If you do, we consider supporting us and giving us some financial support to pay for the radio time. By the way, you'll find that our mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, and our secure box 3248, 3248. And we are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida, 32536. That is 32536. Six. We'll be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The issue of under coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now in recent times, the Supreme Court, uh, or actually the federal court under the Supreme Court, the Circuit Court of Appeals declared the Pledge of Allegiance unconstitutional because of the words under God. Now, it's an amazing thing. What does that mean? That that even should become an issue? Well, many believers saw the obvious. God is being removed from American mainstream culture. Well, that's true. But it's more than that. It's not just about the word God. It's about the word under. You see, without God, there is no under. Then the state becomes the final authority. Then man becomes the measure of all things. There's nothing above him. Everybody becomes a God. See, what separates a true believer from false believers and non-believers is that true believers live under. 
They don't just know about God. They live under God. They don't just praise God. They actually submit their lives to God. They don't just talk about God. They actually live under submission to his will. Are you truly living under God? When God's will is not your will, do you put your will under God? When God's plan is not your plan, do you submit your plan under God? When God's desire is not your desire, do you submit your desire under God? When your life is not in accordance with God's word, do you submit your life under his word? The desire to remove the words under God is not a good thing. But on the other hand, the real point is not the words under God. The real point is whether God's people are living under God. You want to change the nation? You want to, you want under God to be in the Pledge of Allegiance? Well, put under God in your own Pledge of Allegiance to God. Live your life as a true believer, one believer under God. Want more? Ask for the city on the hill. Now the free gift for you from the sands of Judea, the awesome, unprecedented mystery of the temple doors now revealed. You'll love it. Your free gift and sapphires guaranteed to bless your socks off. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me, together bringing salvation to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples throughout the earth of every tribe and tongue. How? Well, imagine you could cover this planet with the gospel. You can through shortwave radio. It's the farthest way you can ever reach out to the lost. It's amazing. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1, Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying... Live under God, my friend. Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you in Messiah Adon Olam, the Lord of all. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to the second half of this edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your guest host, Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Beerman, and I'm really happy to be able to sit in for Bob. Bob is a very busy man, and he's got some really great plans, not only for his life, but for his ministry. And so I would ask that you help spread the word about Truth to Ponder and Bob Beerman's ministry and help it grow and help it flourish not for my sake or Bob's sake, but just to help advance the kingdom of God here on this earth. What this world is lacking right now is real leadership. Real men and real women. Real people that have real common sense. People that you might consider average as far as economical and maybe social status. But anyone that has common sense in this day and age is not average because just try to find common sense anywhere it's easier to find a needle in a haystack I would guarantee you that because you can find that with a metal detector you go out and try to find someone with common sense you might you might look for weeks before you find someone that truly does which is very sad because just a couple of generations ago common sense was as common as an old shoe very common I think back to all the old people, the men and women that I grew up loving and listening to and being influenced by. And 
while I'm very sorry that they're dead and gone, some of them for decades, I'm still saddened. I still miss these people. I do thank God that they didn't live to witness what's happening in the world today. It seemed like they had to wait for the World War II generation to die off before they made their move. Because there was no way the World War II veterans would have allowed this to happen if they were in their prime. No way. But what's really sad is lots of people that are behind this, these evil, old, shriveled up, wrinkled up old white men, your Charles Schwab and your George Soros, people like that, they're of that generation that helped save the world. But yet, they're still alive, and they're demonic. And if you don't think George Soros and his ilk aren't demonic, or at least influenced by Satan, well, I think you're mistaken. It's my prayer that we wake enough people up that we can actually stop what's going on. Because if we don't stop it, there's something coming that we're never going to be able to get through it. Absolutely, as a society. Individually, we might be able to get through it, but I mean as a, as a society, intact. You look at everything that's happening, the corruption of our governments, the corruptions of our children by telling the little girls are really little boys and vice versa, the corruption of the teaching profession, the corruption of the legal departments and uh, the justice system, the corruption of the medical community, the corruption everywhere. And all of this chaos they're trying to put in the brains of our young people and the suicides that are happening because these young people, a lot of them can't handle it. And so suicide is way off the charts in some demographics right now. Now, why do you think that they would try to destroy everything like that? Why do you think they would target older people to put them in nursing homes and then put COVID-infected people in there so they'd and so they would for sure catch it and die. You have Governor Cuomo that has blood on his hands. Is he going to pay for it? No. No, because he's a good, loyal New World Order people, so they'll cover for him. Because we have more than a two-tiered system of justice or injustice. You have justice for you and me. And then you can be Hillary Clinton and openly commit treason and have everyone just look the other way. Then you have a lot of levels in between. It's kind of like the caste system in India. There's several different castes. And if you're in the highest caste, you could do no wrong. But if you're in the lowest caste, you're an untouchable. It doesn't matter how you are. It doesn't matter your intelligence. doesn't matter anything about you. If you're born into that untouchable, you're just, you're worse than human. And I'm afraid that our injustice system is copying that caste system. There are groups of people that can do no right. They happen to vote Republican. Maybe they have an American flag. They might grow their own garden. Those people are terrorists. They can't do anything right. They believe in God. They believe in their country. Well, how dare they? They think their little boy is actually a boy. And what color are they? Oh, they're the wrong color, so they have to be racist. 
These people are throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, at us. And so we have to stand up and understand that this is happening. We have to identify the demonic spirits that are behind all of this. And now more than ever, we have to put on the full armor of God. We have to be wearing that continually and have to always be on our guard for the enemy to sneak in through the back door. And believe me, the enemy is everywhere right now. And I can't count how many friendships have been lost due to the Ukraine situation and how many friendships have been lost because of how COVID was reacted to and how many friendships have been lost because of the corruption in Washington, D.C. and stolen elections and all the other really horrible things that have been happening the last five or six years. Now, I've been hearing from several people that they think that Donald Trump's going to be reelected and everything's going to be straightened out. Well, if you're one of those people, I got to ask you, how is he going to do that? He couldn't even stand up for himself on a stolen election. It was obvious. It was so obvious that almost everyone in the world figured it out. Even the people that voted for illegitimate Joe, they know it was stolen. Everyone knows that was a stolen election. I would imagine that every little remote village of all the third world countries, they know it was a stolen election too. But Trump let it happen. And while I voted for Donald Trump twice, he's not the answer. We have only one answer. Almighty God. Period. I really do truly believe this. Now, I can't back this up, and I can't call this truth. I can't call it fact. But it's something that I truly believe. I believe that every country in the world is now under the influence of the New World Order, Satan, the spirit of Antichrist, whatever you want to call it, whatever spirit that's evil that is roaming the world right now, is in firm control of the places of power where men sit in judgment of other men. The only uncorrupt place to go is to Almighty God. Period. God is not corrupt. God cannot lie. God loves us. God knows us. Sins and all. God loves us. He made provisions for us through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. Almighty God has covered all the bases. We're the wild cards. We're the ones that still want to hold out hope that some one man or one little group of men or women are going to change the world. Folks, it's not going to happen. When you have a teeter-totter, that middle point, it's called the fulcrum. We're so weighted on the wrong side of things. We're so far past the fulcrum that there's no way that mankind is going to tip that teeter-totter back to level or back to a good position. We've passed the point of no return with our fulcrum. Now, that's just my opinion. I really do feel that all this disruption of normal society and normal behavior does have an end game. There is a reason they're doing that. We're still in the corruption stage. They haven't used all these brainwashed people and all the corruption. They haven't tipped their hand yet 
of really what they're wanting, other than I feel they're trying to depopulate the planet. But why would you tell all your little boys or girls? Why would you tell everyone that they should hate Russia and that we should declare war on Russia when the Ukraine won't? Why do you suppose that growing your own garden in some circles is considered a terrorist act? That only terrorists have guns. Only terrorists have survival food and things like that. And unfortunately, there's lots of people that believe that. I have friends that will never, ever see the truth because they have such huge scales on their eyes and such big plugs in their ears. There's no use showing them. There's no use telling them because they made up their mind. But their mind was made up with disinformation. And right now we have so much disinformation out there. I feel like my whole world, as far as the societies that should be, they're not. Now when I say should be, I'm meaning people that live by the golden rule, people that treat each other kind, people that actually are there for each other, people that love one another. That's the world that should be. You have hundreds of people getting shot and killed in Chicago every year, and nobody says a word about that. But if you point it out, then you're automatically a racist. So I guess if black lives really matter, everyone should be concerned about the violence in Chicago because a lot of black people are losing their life in Chicago, and it's horrible, and it needs to stop. But I guess those black lives don't matter because nobody speaks out against it. And if you're for securing our southern border and having a sovereign country, if you see the Mexicans coming across the border, then you're a racist. Since when is a group of people that are from a country a race? The Mexican people are just as diverse as the people are in the United States. There's so many indigenous people that live in Mexico, and there's so many people that have moved there from other countries for generations. You might have a person that's a descendant of the Mayans standing next to a person that's a descendant of the Spanish. Their heritages are different. Their family tree is different. Their ethnicity is different. But if they're both from Mexico, I guess they're part of one race. That's more disinformation. Everywhere you look, there's lies. The mainstream media, all they do is spread propaganda and lies. The press secretaries of all the governments, they're paid to come out and quote-unquote spin things. Well, how about telling the truth? That's why I love Bob Bierman's show so much, Truth to Ponder. Bob Bierman is a truth teller, and if he ever says anything that he doesn't quite get it right, I know for a fact that Bob Bierman will retract it. Most of the people in the New Truth Media use truth as their main source of being. They use that as, I hate to say as their angle or their, their gimmick. I can't really come up with the right word, but they use the truth as the cornerstone. The new truth media uses truth as a cornerstone. 
Does this new media get it right all the time? No. Are there times we're hoodwinked? Yes. I've had several things that I've considered as being relevant that later on I found out that I was lied to and I, I bought the lie. I'm just like you. I'm just a guy. And I make my mistakes too. But I do everything in my power not to get brainwashed. I do everything in my power to have both eyes wide open and my ears open at all times. And I hope that today's show has helped open some eyes to some of the things that are happening around the world, not only to you and me, but to societies in general. Whether you're from Africa or Asia or Canada or wherever you're from, we're under assault by the same spirit of Antichrist. Sometimes they're using the same tactics, sometimes they don't. But I see that what works, like in Asia, but works there, they might try it in South America or they might try it in North America. Everywhere is kind of a testing ground. And like I said before, I think we're all guinea pigs. And I, for one, don't appreciate being a guinea pig. And I would hope that you don't appreciate it also. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that we can make is to think that things are going to go back to normal just by themselves, just by osmosis or by something in the ether. It's like you go to bed and the world's a mess. You wake up, everything's sunshine and lollipops and rainbows. I'm afraid that's not going to happen. The people who are definitely under the spirit of Antichrist are definitely trying to make this world untenable as far as being a Christian or being a sane and rational person. Right now, all forms of debauchery is celebrated. And I'm going to use Hunter Biden's laptop as an example. The items that are on that laptop are despicable. But yet, there were countless people that tried to sweep that under the rug that said it was Russian disinformation when they knew all along that the laptop was real. So Hunter Biden has people covering for him as he does absolutely horrible things to children. So this world is full of evil right now. And it seems like that we've only saw the tip of the iceberg as far as all the human trafficking and the pedophilia and all of the evil that is encompassed in that. And it seems like right now that the drug cartels are having a field day at the southern border. There's record amounts of all sorts of illegal drugs just flooding across that border. And so we can't rely on mankind to solve any problems here. It's going to take the power of Almighty God. Nothing less is going to solve anything. Now, a lot of people are excited about the midterm elections. While I'm glad that somebody's excited about something that's supposedly good, to be honest with you, I couldn't care any less. Because the last time I voted, they stole my vote. They told me that my vote didn't count. And not only did they steal it openly and flagrantly, there are people that are defending the fact 
that we had a stolen election. And you have all these groups now that are just chomping at the bit to go do it again because they got away with it the first time. I'm not sure if I'm going to vote this next election because I don't know if I want to waste my time again. But I'm afraid that the United States of America, as we grew up knowing it, absolutely does not exist anymore. And not only does it not exist, it seems like that nobody in high places as far as power cares. Nobody seems to be following their oath to protect the Constitution of the United States. And it seems like there's a growing movement that is trying to say that our God-given rights really aren't God-given at all, that they could be taken away at the whim of any tyrant. And I stand firm that I do believe the United States was founded by godly men. And I think God had his hand on the founding of the United States. And I truly believe that all of our rights do indeed come from Almighty God, not from man, not from these tyrants, from both parties who have destroyed a once great country. So I really do feel that as a child of God, it's time for us to seek out others that feel the same way we do, that think the same way we do, people that have eyes to see and ears to hear. I know that I've tried really hard to open some eyes of people that simply don't have eyes to see. And I've talked till I'm blue in the face to some people that do not have ears to hear. And it's so refreshing when I get an email from a listener that tells me how they feel about things and how they line up with Almighty God. And they line up perfectly with how I feel too. And that makes me feel like I'm not all alone out here just talking to a wall. But I do think that God is gathering his remnant. And I think we all need to be aware of that, and we need to pay attention to that. But I really think it's time for the children of God to focus on the kingdom of God. Are we going to fix the mess here on earth? Yes, we can, through obedience to God and through prayer. I'd like to thank Bob Bierman again for allowing me to guest host. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to help Truth to Ponder grow and help support Bob Bierman, your contributions will be greatly appreciated. You can send a check, cash, or money order. You'd write the check out to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And you would mail to Truth to Ponder. And the address is 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, number 3248. That's in Crestview, one word, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536, 32536. And your support is greatly appreciated. Once again, I want to tell everyone, thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. And until next time, stay strong. Stay proactive. Keep your powder dry. 
But most importantly, replace fear with faith. And thank you, Jim, for the incredible job you do filling in for me here, here on the program, Truth to Ponder. A couple of things I want to just share in the background. Now, now Jim and I, over these months, have really spent, we've never met in person. We've gotten to know each other because of this radio program. And we're getting to know each other a lot better each and every time that we talk. Jim has had a unique life, a unique ministry, and and there's a special calling upon him. And I know it, I recognize it. And part of what I'm trying to do in the work that God has given me is to help people like Jim and perhaps even others to achieve the place that God has called them to be. Now, it's wonderful that I can do this radio program. I thank God for the experience in broadcast. 50 years now I've been doing this in some shape, manner, or form in 25 years of my life in ordained ministry. It's been been quite a ride. And all the things I believe we all learn in life, especially as we get older, we, we can use these talents that God has given us and share with others. And, and in our, I'll just use the word community in a broad sense, in a Christian community, how we can help each other even in the most troubled times. How many of you read the headlines? How many of you dig online and, and see some of the trouble we really have? It's not just a war in some eastern part of Europe. It's not just some virus that is uh, circling the globe. There are many forces at work behind the scenes that are your enemy. They are enemies to the cross of Christ. They are your enemies as well. And the world has seen over the past, oh, I don't know, a couple of thousand years, lots of periods of troubled times. And if everybody thinks that, oh, the bad times ahead are just, oh, yeah, that's the great tribulation. I have nothing to fear. I'm not going to be here. What if it isn't? What if it's just a terrible time of tribulation? You know, these birth pains before our Lord Jesus Christ should return again. Are you prepared? You saw what happened during the pandemic. Churches shut down. People couldn't worship. People couldn't gather. Are you prepared for food shortages, rising prices, and worse? If you believe in our ministry, would you consider helping us? I know it's not easy right now with the financial mess of this country. But consider a gift made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North. Secure box number 3248. That's 3248. We are in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again, 32536. Until we gather again, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.